Now we're rolling. We are back. Quinn, what's up, dog? Hi. Just playing the Switch that we got for Christmas. <laughs> hey, hey, Quinn. Do you want to do you want to battle me in Mario Kart? Sorry, I'm 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 playing Super Mario Smash Bros. Do you want Do you want to challenge me? No, thank you. No, thank you. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> hey, Quinn, can can you say now we're rolling? Say it. Now we're rolling. All right. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> Q dog. Q man. He yeah. We he he did. We're in Cali, you know, so we've been hanging out at the pool. And when I nice. came in, he he was done. He's so he's, he's hanging out in the room again with that. He's like, I've had enough, dude. We just he's had like an me, awesome. Dude, I don't like hanging out at the pool all day. I'm not we, a pool guy. Me and Hunter, we've been playing with the football. Me and Hunter and Hillary have been playing in the pool. A couple hours. Stick a fork yeah. in me. I'm done, dog. Yeah, same here. I'm in and out. In and out. What's up, Fiji? What up, Fiji? Hey, uh, everybody, go look at Fiji's website. What is it? Lux MMA. I think it's Lux MMA. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Dot com. Hey, Fiji, give guys, a little plug. That's cool. Be be on the lookout. Word on the street is uh, Mr. Fiji's tightening up the nutrition, getting his training in order. Watch yeah, out, because Miss Fiji Watch said that. so. Miss Fiji called him out. Mama, like mama's it. not messing around. I like it. Hey, uh, awesome freaking uh, fighter spotlight with Mr. Brutal Ben Egley. That was a good. That was a good fighter spotlight. Yeah, dude, man, he's it, it's gonna be it's gonna be so fun to be cage side for for those guys. I mean, I mean, him, the Mongolian, great Josh Witt, Kane Carrioza, holy just, smoke! Like it's good, it's gonna be sick. Like yeah, the co-main and main event. Personally, me personally, I'm a little bummed that that like you know. <laughs> Not bummed, but it's like I, I wish there were guys from Utah in those spots, right? Like yeah. that. But the way this card worked out and and and, and everything, those, those those four those four fights, it, all one fifty five or those two fights, four fighters, one fifty five. It's it's gonna be sick. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be crazy. What's up, Kai, Mister Hefty Bag? The whole the whole card's fun. Yeah. Um. So we're going to break down Cater and Chikadze card really quick. We got another fighter spotlight coming up at 4.30, so we're going to have to jam through this pretty quick. And we wanted to to uh, touch on a couple other things too. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we're going to run through this one. This one's going to be a little bit quicker. Yeah. Uh, we'll start at the bottom in the uh, 145 division. We got TJ Brown fighting Charles Rosa. TJ Brown's 15 and 8, stands five foot nine with a 73 and a half inch reach. Boston Strong, 14 and 6. He stands five foot nine with a 69 inch reach. Who are you liking in this one, Zach? Um, hold on. Let me just I'm just pulling it up. My I don't have my dual screen. Oh, uh-oh. Pulling so, it up. Um, TJ Brown's coming off a win off of Kai Kai Maka. Charles Rosa, uh, just his last fight was three months ago against Damon Jackson. He took a loss, decision loss. TJ Brown's was a split decision with Kai, too. Yeah, after, so after coming off of two losses, man, I you know this is a spot here where I really think that uh, that Rosa could pull pull off an upset. Ooh, two to one dog. You're already starting with the dog. I mean, I'm not picking it. TJ Brown sh should win this fight. He should win this fight. But it's one where one it wouldn't surprise me, and two, I, Charles Rosa 
for me, he's really struggled against other guys that are like elite grapplers, right? Yeah. But if it's somebody that'll keep it on the feet with them, or it, he's a, he's an, I should say this. He is a very, very, very good grappler. But when somebody's better than him, it seems like he doesn't have an answer. He kind of relies on his grappling. Yeah. Where TJ Brown, you know, he he's been he's he's been guillotine choked by Jordan Griffin, but he's won a lot of fights, finishes a lot of fights with submissions. I think it's a pretty close fight. I just I'm just saying the value in Charles Rosa, I think it's a closer fight than minus two fifty. That's all. I agree with that. I'm gonna roll with TJ Brown. That's fair. I'm gonna go with Chalk. I'm not gonna get. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna for fun. I'm picking Charles Rosa. Okay, you can do that, Zach. Next up, we got Brian Boom Kelleher against Kevin Kroom Kelleher's 23 and 12. He stands five foot six with a 64 inch reach. Crash Kroom 21 and 13. He stands five foot 11 with a 73 inch reach. So pretty big height and reach advantage for Kroom. Um, Kelleher is a huge favorite. He's a minus 300 favorite. I think he is, um, one of the bigger favorites on the card. The comeback is plus 240 with Kroom. I got Kelleher by decision or submission. I think Kelleher is going to be too much for him as well. I do, so I, I expect, especially on the ground. Dustin's out of Facebook jail. Good what to have you back, Dustin. Welcome back. The Next Facebook up, jail brotherhood. I think we know where we're both going on this one. Uh, Ramiz. Rahamaj against our boy Court the Crusher McGee. Ramiz is nine and three, stands five foot ten with a seventy-three inch reach. The Crusher twenty and ten stands five foot eleven with a seventy-five and a half inch reach. Okay, do we need to do we need to break this down? Well, no, because we're picking Court. Yeah, but we're here's the thing: he looked the best I've ever seen him in his last fight. He looked phenomenal in that last fight. He looked he really phenomenal. Did. You know, he'll have Dana Ristable from Agima. And yep. and uh, and Shane Stoneman, Shane in his Stoneman. Corner. yeah. And it seems like since he's his last fight with those guys in his court, that that's the best court McGee that I've seen in years. Here, here's my only not that I'm picking against him, but I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Is Father Time gonna catch up? Not right now. I don't think so either. He looked phenomenal. He I looked mean, phenomenal. I mean, you. I, I thought that maybe it was at the Carlos Conduit fight, but he also I, I, didn't fight. He also didn't fight his fight. He stood and went to war with a with a stand up guy and didn't even really attempt to use his wrestling. It was such a weird fight. It was a very weird fight. And then I mean, the fight before, he, he fought uh, Sean Brady, who's making waves right oh now. Oh my gosh, he's and he loses that, to he's not a killer. Yeah, uh, Diego Lima the fight before that. And then, like you said, against Claudio Silva, he, he looked phenomenal. And the if he looks like that, that, the fact that Sean Brady didn't finish him actually shows that court's still there. He's still there. Yeah. yeah so, I agree. I don't think he's, I don't think he's, I don't think father's time is there quite yet. Uh, next up in the middleweight division, we got Jamie Pickett fighting Joseph Holmes. Pickett 12 and six stands six foot two with an 80 inch reach Holmes, ugly man, seven and one. He stands six foot four with an 80 inch reach. So a little bit of a height advantage for Holmes. And I believe Holmes is making his UFC debut. Man, they must think really highly of this guy coming in, making his UFC debut. And he's a minus 155 favorite against uh, Pickett, who has two, three, four, you know, four. Three, he's on his fourth UFC fight. 
I've never been impressed with Pickett though. He's I never have big. been either. He's just big. And now he's fighting a guy that's bigger. And he's fighting a guy that's big too. And seven and one, very, very highly touted um, prospect in uh, Joseph Holmes. And uh, you know, I, I, uh, I mean, his only loss was his pro debut in Bellator. Yeah. You know, he's gone on. He's got some wins. In- amateur. LFA. And the other thing that I like, rear naked choke, guillotine, knee, rear naked choke, rear naked choke, rear naked choke, punches. He finished not he finishes. only he finishes all of his fights, all of his pro fights he's finished, and he's knocked people out. He's choked him out. Like, he's very well-rounded. I, I think I actually like Joseph Holmes a lot at minus 150. I think we're getting a value because I, I, the little bit of, that I do know about him and what I've seen from him, I think he's the real deal. I uh, I usually don't pick pick these debuters against these guys with a little more Neither experience. Do I, but I'm, but... I'm I'm following you on this one. I'm going I'm going Holmes on this one. Uh, next up, you got Yo Anderson Brito. I probably butchered his name against Bill Algiel. Uh, Brito is 12, two and one stands five foot eight with a 72 inch reach. Algio 14 and six. He stands six foot tall with a 73 and a half inch reach, man. He's a huge, I didn't realize how big Algio is for huge. man. Um, slight favorite for Brito is coming in at minus minus one thirty-five. The comeback plus one fifteen on Algio. What do you like on this one? I like Brito. Brito. His- I like him, another UFC debuter guy. He did come off of a big win in the Contender Series. Um, But what I like is, you know, we we always talk about, we like the LFA guys. You got a 44-second knockout win in his LFA debut. And for the most part, he's a finisher and finishing with a variety of submissions and knockouts. Um, He is going to, you know, I mean, Bill Algio, like you said, is a, is a big big 145er big 145er but big doesn't always mean better you know and uh he's had a couple losses to Ricardo Lamos his only win at, in the UFC was against Spike Carlisle who's no longer in the UFC yeah i i like the newcomer in this spot i'm with you Let's move on. Next fight in the lightweight division. We got Dakota Harry Bush against Slava Claus. Bush is eight and three, stands five foot ten with a 73-inch reach. Slava Claus five and one. He stands five foot eleven with a 69-inch reach. Um, I know where I'm going on this one. You don't vote against, you don't, we don't pick against Russians, and we don't pick against Russians that train at Team Alpha Male. Slava Claus is the real deal. Did you see his fight for in the contender series? I do. I remember it. He's, yeah. He is the he is the real deal. He doesn't I doesn't play I'm around not, at all, dude. No. I I like I'm I said, Russian out of team alpha male. Give me that guy. Yeah. Yeah, the guy's a killer. And obviously Uriah thinks very highly of I him. Mean, everybody at Team Alpha Male, when you watched his fight on the contender series, they all oh, said he's he's coming. He's, he's he's coming. He's coming. We got another Santa Russian Claus. at 155. Hey, Islam, watch your back, dog. Dude. What is up with these Russians at 155? Do they just all, did they just breed them that way? Yeah, pretty much. I'm reading that book by Hicks and Gracie, um, Breathe. Yeah. Are are the Russians like the Gracies where they're just breeding these fighters over there in Russia? Probably. It's crazy. Probably. Highly recommend that book, by the way. Yo, Dom. 
Dom, what up, Dom? Yo. Uh, next up in the flyweight division, we got Caitlin Chikagian against Jennifer Maya. Chikagian is 16 and four, stands five foot nine with a 68 inch reach. Jennifer Maya, 19, seven and one. She stands five foot four with a 64 inch reach. Uh, Chikagian minus 190 and the comeback plus 160 on Maya. Hmm. Where are you going? What are you doing? Who do you like? I don't hate Jennifer Maya as a dog in this spot. I, you know what? I kind of don't either. <laughs> I don't hate her. You know, she beat Jessica. I, I mean, so she lost to, um, Valentina. So what? She armbarred Jojo Calderwood. And, now and Jojo Wood. And she's got a win against Chikagian two years ago. And she beat her two years ago. Yeah. What am I missing here? I don't know. I feel like I, we're I, being gifted something here. I kind of do too. Unless the betting gods know something that we don't know. I'm on, I mean, I'm, I'm going to take the underdog. Yeah. Yeah. Taking the underdog. Yeah. We're rolling with Jennifer Maya on this one. And I feel good about it. Those of you that are just turning in, just so you know, we're just jamming through this real quick because we got another podcast here in 15 minutes. All right. Next up in the flyweight division, we got Brandon Roy Val against Rogerio Bontarin. Roy Val, 12 and 6. He stands five foot nine with a 70 and a half inch reach. Rogerio, 17 and 3. He stands five foot five with a 67 inch reach. Uh Roy Val, is he like one of the most dangerous guys coming off the two losses or what? Um, probably the most, sir. Loses to Pantoja, loses to Brandon Moreno. He's got a win against Kai Kyra France. Uh, got a win against Tim Elliott. Submission wins against both those guys and a submission win against Nate Williams. He's hey, scary, dude. Nate. Shout out Nate. I didn't, I just realized that. Nate's got a fight lined up again. I he's, he messaged me to get on the podcast. We'll have to get him on again. He messaged me too. Um, no, Roy Val is scary. He's very dangerous. Um, we know what he brings on the mat. Um, but here, here's what I'm looking at. Bontorian. Is that how you say his name? Bontorian. Bontorian. Yeah. He just beat Matt Schnell, who is somebody else that I believe is an extremely high level grappler in that flyweight division as well, that I respect his jujitsu and his submissions ability. And he beat him. He lost to Ray Borg and Kai Car France. It kind of seems like, uh, in my eyes, I see him as a, if you're a striker, like, or he has success against good grapplers. You better, you better be able to outstrike him to beat him. Roy Val was, I, I just, I wonder where Roy Val's confidence is. It should still be high losing to the now world champion and the only guy that's beaten the world, the current world champion twice in Pan. Twice, I mean, yeah. I mean, don't hang your head, but losing can. So this is going to be this is a stay away for me. I'm I'm picking Roy Val, but I think this fight will really determine if we'll see if Roy Val's a mainstay to go to the top or his con- he's going to have to figure out some things to find his confidence again because he I'm, knows I'm he's not you. at the top right now. I'm with you on that. I I. I'm picking Roy Val. I'm a li- I'm probably a s- just a snidge bit more confident than you. I didn't like the way Bontron looked on the scale this morning at the weigh-ins. Okay. Um, looked a little rough, but who knows? Maybe he rehydrates and he's fine tomorrow. But I, I I'm, I'm on Roy Val on this one. Uh, co-main event, which I don't know how the hell this fight's a co-main event. Chase Chase Sherman and Jake Collier. Sherman fifteen and eight stands six foot four with a seventy eight inch reach. 
against Jake Collier. He is 12 and six, stands six foot three with a 78 and a half inch reach. Pretty much a coin flip. Uh, Collier's a slight favorite at mi- minus 135. The comeback is plus 115 on Sherman, the vanilla gorilla. Who are you liking this one? Okay. Before I even saw the odds, this is mind blowing <laughs> to me. The fact that Chase Sherman is an underdog tells me that Vegas thinks that he sucks because Jake Collier's not good. No, neither one of them are good. <laughs> this is a loser leaves town fight. I mean, why can't we have like Kent Mafaleo be in our co-main event here? I he, he beat both of these guys. He beat both these guys. He floors both these guys. A lot of the local guys do. Ben Moa. Yeah. Ben, ben Moa. Headlining Steel Fist. He beats these guys. Kent Mafaleo. Fierce. Hey, he beats these guys. Like, get out of we, here. We hear Jeremy Horn's got a got a heavyweight over there that we don't know anything about yet that's supposed to be a killer. I cannot tell you how much I hate this co-main event. And um, I'm if Chase Sherman loses to Jake Collier, that's when you know, hey, I'll never make it. And he's an underdog. But we're still going to watch it. <laughs> I'll be driving home from California, so yeah, oh. probably. Are you uh so you're going are you going Sherman or are you going Collier? Sherman, he should win. I'll never pick I will <laughs> never pick Jake Collier to win. Never. Oh, I love it. All right. He's a great no. guy. <clears throat> All right, the fight that we're both looking forward to. Main event, Calvin Cater versus Giga Chikaze. Boston finisher is 12 and 5, stands 5 foot 11 with a 72 inch reach. Ninja is 14 and 2. He stands 6 foot tall with a 74 inch reach. I, I gotta admit, you know, I thought I've been on Giga this whole time, and I'm not changing my pick, but but I think this fight is gonna be super close. I I yeah. Well, here's I, after watching them at the face-offs, this is gonna be I think here, we're in for, here, we're in for a great main event. Who's the more talented fighter? I I mean no, don't, I don't think right now, I think right now, Giga is the more talented fighter. It's Giga, okay, I'm with you. I think Giga is more And I, I you want here's the one, the one thing that stands out the most to me. The one win is his Cub Swanson win, right before he beat uh, Barbosa. He knocked out Cub Swanson, and we see where Cub Swanson's been at right now. Yeah, that 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 weighs heavy on me, man. That that's fine. Here's here's what here's what's crazy for me. What I know about Calvin Cater is he's just – I've never seen Giga in a dog fight. True. Right? Yeah. I've seen Calvin Cater get into a dog fight, and I've seen him embrace it. And I've seen how he is on the on, on the receiving end against somebody like Max Holloway, who, mm-hmm. remember, I'm the best boxer in the UFC, baby. That was, that was against Max. Calvin, right? And then we have – and then what he did to Dan Ige. You know, it was really close, really close, and then he just pulled away, right? Yeah. Calvin Cater might be the ultimate, uh, what is it, gatekeeper. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever going to win the 145 title. And if you're asking me how long he's been in the sport in his age, probably won't. But you have to be so good to beat him that you're not sniffing the title either if you can't beat him. Yeah. I mean, this is, a- and I know how high you are on Giga and I, and, and Giga's great. And I'm not trying to take anything away from him. We don't know. Cause he hasn't faced those elite guys now. Yep. Right. Yep. He's the 
faced elite specialists. Edson Barbosa passed with flying colors. Cub Swanson, pretty long in the tooth, legend. Beat him way past his prime, but beat him, right? So Giga's doing all the right things. Now, welcome to the big leagues. To, to me, Calvin Cater's, uh, you beat Calvin Cater. Okay, it's, now you're in the title mix. Yeah. Right? I kind of wish they would have waited to, after this weekend to make the decision on who was going to fight Volk. Yeah. the the Because if Giga wins this fight. You got to make that fight. You got to make Giga that fight. If Giga wins this fight, he's there. He I mean, probably doesn't need another win. I mean, he's got seven wins in a row. If he wins this one, it's eight wins in a row. You know, Calvin. I mean, unless your name's Leon Edwards, you get a title shot after winning that many fights in a row. I mean, Calvin but, Cater, his three losses in the UFC, uh, Moicano, when he was pretty – that was only his third UFC fight, lost the decision, yeah. that's fine. Zabit, if you remember, he lost the first two rounds. He destroyed Zabit in the third in round. The third, yep. And Zabit was gassed, and he was coming on stronger. Dude, he kind of does the uh, – and he did it against Dan Ige. He kind of has that Peter Yan, not the same level, but he has the we'll go for a good pace in the first two rounds and then starting in that third round. Now we're going to pick it up and we're going to go a higher pace. I think he's a five-round fighter. And uh, he just couldn't do it to Max's level. I don't think Calvin's ever beating Volk. It's going to be interesting, but I, I bet this. I'm, I don't know what's the over in this fight, but I'm taking the over. Let's look it up real quick. I, after watching the weigh-ins, I, I'm st- not changing my, wrong. not changing my pick, but it, I think it's going to be a lot more of a dogfight than I initially was like. Okay, uh, MMA uh, bets. Calvin's a dog. I, that's I, I, in, in his. I've never seen. And I'm sure Giga. I'm sure Giga has it in him. I just I've never seen it, and I've never seen it at an elite level. Oh you know yeah. What I mean? His that elbow that he landed on um Jeremy Stevens, <laughs> yeah, that oh, was highlight real just dropping so I'm looking on best fight odds and they don't have that fight up for some reason. Well, that's weird. Who's your pick? Um, I believe Giga wins the fight. I am cheering for Calvin Cater and I hope he wins the fight. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't go back on my pick. I just, I think it's going to be close. I think Ego eke, eke out a close decision. I think it'll be, I think we're in for a damn good fight. Yeah, I think we're in for a damn good fight. This is going to be a great fight. I think um, Ego's a little bit more technical and can score more. Yeah. So we, uh, we got like eight minutes to cover. Okay. So Dana says Leon's next for, for Kamara. Do you hate it? Love it? Like... I don't hate it because I don't know what else. Yeah, there's really nothing. I don't know what else you want from Kamara. I don't know who else is right there, right? Like everybody else, it kind of feels like needs a win. But it kind of feels like to me that Leon needs a win. But he has It's crazy because he's won. Leon. He's been a champion. And and Leon's rattled off, what, eight eight wins in a row? Seven wins in a row? But, But here's the other thing, Leon. He does everything right except being exciting. I keep saying it. He's not interesting. Do you and see he, him giving Kamara any problems? No, none. What about none. on the feet? I think Kamara sleeps him. How about that? 
I see. I don't know about that. I think he might cause Kamara a little trouble on the feet. He's 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 a big one seventy year. I know. I'm not. I'm just playing devil's advocate here, Zach. No, just playing stop, devil's advocate. Stop. 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 You think Kamara's striking is better than Leon's? Yes. Stop. Okay. They he beat them what five years ago in the UFC? Yeah. Kamara's gotten. We've rant and raved about how a champion has gotten so much better. If I agree, dude, come on, dude, he ain't losing, dog. Bet the house. I don't think so either. There's not, dude. There's there's not a freaking chance. Not. Kamara smashes Leon Edwards. What do you think about? So now what? You know what? You know what Dana's doing? What? He is just finally giving him his chance, so that when he gets smashed, he's like, "There's your shot, kid. You blew it. Bye." So what do you do with um, the winner of Masvidal and Covington then? Well, that, I mean, that, that's actually really interesting because he's beat both of them twice. I know. He's beat both of them twice. But at least Colby has given him real fights. Like like, like, like two to two going into the fifth round close. Yeah. Kind of. Or not sure who's winning going into the fifth close. Yeah. Jorge, it I I don't see it's I just don't even think it's possible for Jorge to close that gap. So you think you think Jorge's gonna win? Against Colby? I mean, yeah, do you think do you think Colby's winning or Jorge's winning? I'm going Colby. I, I, would, I don't think you know what's weird is in my head, I'm like, I feel like if Colby tries to stand and and Pepper Jorge with all those shots and pressure him and stuff. I feel like Jorge smokes him. But but the other thing is, is I have to see Colby fights very similar to Usman, and Usman just dominated Jorge for what seven rounds and then slept him. Yeah. So it's like I don't think Colby sleeps Jorge. I don't think he but can I could see it being very similar rounds. to their first fight. Yeah, I don't Colby think could break can... Jorge. Yeah, I don't think Jorge lasts five rounds. If 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 Kobe's pushing that pace, I I had somebody message me. They're like, "What do you think, Kobe? Like minus one sixty five? I was like, probably going to be like minus two ten to three fifty at least. Comes out minus three thirty. Yeah, it's like three thirty. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as close. I I mean, I'm I'm going to love the build up and the hype for it though. The trash talk is going to be insane, epic. But no, at the end of the day, they have to get down and fight. And I just don't really see Jorge being able to. Here's here's a question for you. Um, I don't think Colby do finishes Jorge either, though. Do you think maybe Kamara's Kamara might be thinking of maybe hanging him up after Leon Edwards because there's really there's really nothing for him. If he hangs him up before him and Chimaev get to fight, I'm gonna come on this podcast and rip him that he's stuck in Chimaev. You're gonna bump Chimaev over Sean Brady already? Yeah, he's- dog. Really? Let me hey, let me know when Sean Brady picks up a ranked opponent and walks him over to the cage, talks to Dana, and puts him down and chokes him to sleep. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sean Brady's a bad man pajama, but let me know when he does that. Yeah. I want to see Chamaib Usman. I want to see Chamaib Usman. That's I, what I, I think everybody see. does. I think everybody does. And if he um, walks away before that fight, he will forever be the what if guy. Like people say Oliveira and Khabib. I don't want to hear none of that nonsense. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear anybody talk about Khabib. Khabib did enough for me. That was fine. Yeah. Usman, you have a guy like Chimaev coming. No, 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 no. 
no, 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 no. You got to make the, you got to fight that guy before you walk away. I agree. One quick thing. We got to jump on with Davis. We only got three minutes. Should Henry Cejudo have gotten the fight with Volk? Hell no. Somebody brought up a good point because Dana, you know, Dana came out and said, Hey, you can't just come in, you know, and whenever you want, blah, blah, blah. Somebody brought up a good point. What? They're going to bring, they're going to bring John Jones back for a title shot. And Henry Cejudo has, has fought sooner than John Jones has. Excuse John me, Jones sir? has. Excuse me. What? How many times did John defend that 205 title? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, no, no. no, no. But this, He's, this Cejudo's a champ what, champ. No, no. He's champ champ. What, what you've done for the company, what you've done for the company. John now, Jones is headache real quick. the company. Come really quick. <laughs> headache for the company is what John Jones is. No, no, no. But what here, sorry. But what you have to understand is, is what have you done for the company? John Jones has done a lot of negative for the company, but you can't discredit. He's the greatest in cage fighter of all time. You get you get some perks like that. And by the way, it is not a guarantee that John Jones gets the heavyweight title fight. It's not a guarantee. Yeah. He might Dana might say, you know what? You've been such a pain to deal with. Tell you what. If you want to come back, you get to fight Steve Miocic in the number one contender fight. That's what you get. Or nothing. Or if Gain wins, say, hey, guess what? You get to fight Francis Ngannou for a number one contender fight. That's what you get. Take it or leave it. Francis I could see Dana doing that. Francis is gone after this fight, dog. Win or lose. I hope so. he, he gone. You know, Chael made up a good point. And they're like, what has Gain done to promote this fight? None. Crickets. What is what has Francis done? Nothing. It's like you got Maybe. two. These guys could be two. These guys could be Conor McGregor. If they were promoting well, they can't it, because it's not in their personality, but they yeah. could at least try to promote it a little bit. They they have the I mean, what's you know, I greater even, than I don't the even heavy know has social media? I've never seen them on there. It, as much as all these other divisions are great, you got your your lightweight division, you know, with Kamara, Izzy. Still, whoever holds that heavyweight championship is supposed to be the man, right? But guess what? But here, and, and and here and this rings true to Stew. The reason why Derek Lewis is so beloved and will still get shots and opportunities is because he promotes fights. He's entertaining. The fans love him. And fans it's something that him. and it's something that I feel like the other heavyweights just don't get. Yeah, like I, Francis. I, I I actually kind of believe it's a cultural thing because I think I he's do. a good guy. Yeah, but there's, I do some, too. there's some things that he's missing that I just he's just missing. Yeah. All right. I don't well, know. We, we jammed through that real quick. But, we got a, no, another fighter but, spotlight. But hey, Henry Cejudo, kick rocks, dude. You defended yeah, you defended a title one time. Each title you defended one time. Uh, you don't get to jump the pack, especially in that action loaded 145 pound division. Yeah, you can't. I love, I wish they would have waited for the winner of this fight to see if Giga could have gotten the nod. But man, you can't say Korean Zombie doesn't deserve it. He's been yep. one of the best in the world for how long? Yep. I love I Korean Zombie. It's a great fight. He it's doesn't be Volk. Doesn't be Volk. No. All right. Jumping in with Dave Maggio. We'll see you guys in a sec.